Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast with Mzwandele Makakula, a podcast that seeks to empower you to take charge over your personal growth, development, as well as your emotional well-being. Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast. I'm super excited and honored that you take time to be part of a community of leaders. Have you ever asked yourself, what actually goes on in the mind of these teenagers? Do you ever ask yourself and always startled by how they're always on their phones and most of the time they have headphones on? Sometimes you even ask yourself, are they even from this planet? Worry not. On today's podcast episode, I'm joined by a group of teenagers, young leaders in their different rights, and we're going to be having a conversation of leadership through the eyes of Gen Z. The purpose of this conversation is really just to pick their brain, what they are experiencing, their philosophy of leadership, but over and above that, how they perceive the future, especially because of this pandemic that we experience and they were in the heat of it. One of the things which I keep saying to the young people is that this is a defining moment for them because history will tell as to what happened in the year 2020 and how they need to be present, observe, learn, and make the most of this time. Before we dive into introducing our amazing guests that we have on our episode, I just want to give you an overview of the different generations and their birth years. So we've got baby boomers. Baby boomers are born between 1946 and 1964. We've got Generation X. Generation X is born 1965, uh, between 1965 and 1976. We've got the Millennials. Uh, I think I fall into that cluster who are born in 1977 to 1995. And then we've got these interesting, amazing human beings who are born from 1996 uh, to date. And part of what we'll be having a conversation of within this is with Generation Z. And I'm super excited. Welcome to Take Your Lead podcast. And I just want to go around the room just to introduce yourself so that our podcast family knows who you are as we're going to be having this amazing conversation together on this episode. I'm going to start with you on my right, Mzugisi. Just go for it, sir. Hi, my name is Mzugisi. I'm a 17-year-old in Greendale School. I'm doing grade 12 and I'm also part of Generation Z. Hi, my name is Valeria Mabena. I'm 19 years old and I am also a part of the Generation Z. Hi, my name, my name is Nicole Banda. I'm 19 years old and I'm also part of Generation Z. Hi, and my name is Simni Mohamba, and I'm 15 years old, and I'm glad to be part of Generation Z. Wow, let's maybe tee it off from the uh, Gen Z. Maybe introduce us to your generation. How do you guys talk? Because it's even hard to keep up with your slang. Uh, there's quite a lot of you things that you guys do, a lot of behaviors. Uh, take us through, introduce us, give us a 101 guide to Gen Z. How do you guys greet each other? How do you guys say bye? Because you guys are literally so interesting. You walk into a room, there is no communication, you communicate with eyes. Uh, just take us through, introduce <laughs> us to Generation Z. Well, Generation Z, otherwise known in South Africa as Ama 2000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, our culture and our behavior as to how we communicate with each other is very different from 
the previous t- uh, generations, yeah. namely uh, Generation X and Millennials and the generations before that. Yeah. Um, saying hi um, changed from just waving your hand to Xfinity. <laughs> What's going on? What, how's it? You know, that's how we talk. And it's so weird to find that these words are just created out of um, useless names that we find <laughs> in the streets and make them actually something we can uh, communicate with. Yeah. Yeah, we want generation that is really good with technology. So we spend most of our time communicating through WhatsApp, Instagram. Yeah, that's just us. Yeah. And to add on that, I think we're, we're more of a generation that doesn't really talk, but we communicate through emojis. <laughs> yeah. like we don't really text anyone, we just text emojis. Just like pounding hearts. Yeah. <laughs> pounding hearts, what's that now? Heart, an emoji that is a heart which goes boom, as if it's a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> so what does that mean? When you communicate that, what are you saying to the recipient of that emoji? Are you saying thank you, or I love you, or... Wow. <laughs> wow. Simni? It means love. Lots of love for that. For that person. Person, yeah. Wow. Take us through Gen Z, especially because you are pretty younger than the 18-year-olds. What are you... Uh, experiencing within your guys' space, a lot of laughter. We like to laugh, laugh at people. <laughs> <laughs> we like to laugh at people. It's just we like joking around most of the time. You guys are very interesting. You laugh at everything, though. <laughs> everything. <laughs> like everything. Everything is a joke. To you. Everything is a joke to you guys. Except when your phone falls. You guys are literally a fly passes by. You laugh. <laughs> like everything is a joke to you guys maybe we spoke about the different generations as well and as to how we've got generation uh, Z which is you guys we've got the millennials we've got generation X which is from 1965 to 1976 we've got the baby boomers uh, this is where my parents fit 1946 to 1964 uh, your parents which uh, generation group do they cluster which cluster do they fit into uh, mine would be Generation X. Generation X, so 1965 to 1976. Yes. Okay. Mine would be Baby Boomers. Wow, that's like old. Yeah, they're very old. <laughs> okay, we'll talk now about that. <laughs> yeah. Mine is the Millennials. Okay, your mother is a young, 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 youngish. Okay. Yeah. Well, my mother belongs to the Generation X. And my father to the baby. (laughs) 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 How do you guys relate with them now? Because I know, especially, let's start with you, Nicole, because I know I, for one, uh, there's a huge gap between how things were with them, how things are with us. For example, you spoke about how you guys are always on the phone. The thing about you guys is that you were born in the smartphone era, so you know nothing else. When we talk about analog, we talk about Amafex and all these different things, it's foreign to you guys. You are lost. Nazama, iPhone, all these different things. Uh, how, how do you guys relate with them? Well, it's hard to relate with them, especially when it comes to discipline. Mm-hmm. They're like, they always tell you, when we used to grow up, we didn't do this. And you're like, Mom, this is the 21st century. Like, <laughs> keep up with the time. <laughs> <laughs> and you cannot just backtrack. Like, you know, our parents, they're so different. Like, when you look at them, they'll be like, don't look at me. I don't like the way you look at me. And then when you look away, they're like, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> what to do? <laughs> yeah, you, you end up confused, and you just like, 
I'll just close my eyes and sure stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And my parents' generation X, uh, those my mom literally tells me how they beat her up. Yeah. <laughs> All that stuff. <laughs> uh, to funny point that my dad has never beaten me up once. Oh, wow. I would say she'd be my favorite parents. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that we had a deep connection with them and yeah, that's it. Oh, wow. Wow. Millennium, your mother is a bit younger. My mom is a bit younger, which is a bit challenging for me because she knows certain things yeah. and she behaves closely like us. Yeah. But ish, we, we just don't get along because you can't be like Um, To me, right, it's quite seldom to find that um, Generation X and their baby boomers actually get along with this... Um, newly born um, Generation Z child. Um, but I think what connects me with my parents is the type of education that we grew up in. Yeah. I think when you have the, fam- the same family structures yeah. uh, from generation to generation, you can relate uh, on some things and you can have the same way of thinking. So to me, it hasn't been that much of a challenge having older parents that belong to a different generation. generation. Maybe just to conclude this point of the different generations, what would you say you would want the older generation to know and understand about Gen Z? Different feelings. Different feelings? Yeah. Sometimes it's just we'd wake up on the wrong side of the bed. You <laughs> 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 understand this. Sometimes, you know, you shout for no reason, like, talk to me. Also, human. I make mistakes. You know, part of growing allow me to make mistakes in life. That's beautiful. For me personally, I would say, like he said, I don't like when my parents shout at me, especially if I'm late or panicking. Have you imagined like you're late and you're panicking, and somebody's busy shouting at you, and (laughs) instead of calming you down and helping you, helping you, like they're making it worse. Yeah, I would say. Learn to stay calm and always know that our parents like, like to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And to also understand the fact that we are different, definitely different in terms of the things that we do. So they must understand that we do certain things differently mm. and they shouldn't judge us by the way we do them because that's how we feel we're comfortable. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well, I think the idea, the main idea here is in the emotional intelligence uh, that we have compared to what they have. Um, We are emotionally reckless, obviously. (laughs) We don't know how to feel and when to feel what we feel. But when we feel that, we feel that, but they don't feel that. (laughs) So, yeah, I think that's, that's, that's the thin line between these two generations, these um, the, the 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 generation Z and the previous generations, um, seeking um, emotional intelligence is what I advise mm. um, generation Z to 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 to, to embark on. Yeah. yeah, I think that would be a great chain linking us to the previous generations. Generation. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. Maybe let's now zoom into twenty twenty. Uh, a very interesting year, a very defining year for you guys. 
I think each and every generation has something that marks or defines them. Take it in America. Um, 2011 was a defining moment for the millennials. You guys don't, I don't, I don't think you guys remember 2011, uh, the, the, the 9-11 rather, not 2011, 9-11, the Twin Towers. Maybe you read about it. But uh, it's something that was, take for example, the World Cup in South Africa. There are certain things that happen that mark a generation. And I think for you guys, the year 2020, especially for you guys who are matriculants, uh, who have to study in this year, have to be... How are you guys experiencing it? Let's talk about that. How 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 is 2020? Maybe to tee it off, if you were to describe 2020 in one word, what would be that word? <laughs> challenging. Challenging. Growth. 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 Nothing but growth. Growth. Well, for me... One word. One word. One word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one word. <laughs> 2020 in one word. Um, for me, it's, uh, 2020 is a crucible. Yeah, I'd say that. Crucible. Yeah. Is it crucible. part of your piece work in English? Come on. Yeah, it is, actually. Um, that why, that, that, that's the reason why <laughs> I, was, I was trying to elaborate. Yeah. Um, um, despite... Um, the disadvantage that uh, 2020 came with, yeah. um, it came with fire. <laughs> yeah. The coronavirus, like, boom! <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. What's happening right now? But uh, as much as I say it comes as fire, the crucible is the pot, yeah. and in that pot lays that precious material that has to be transformed into that. Um, shape that would make it suitable to be um uh, um precious. yeah more precious yeah to say yeah so i describe 2020 as a crucible. a crucible wow simply uh describe it as a movie <laughs> <laughs> what kind of movie is it a, is it a horror movie <laughs> Is it Titanic? <laughs> you guys don't even know the movie Titanic. That's how far this generation. Oh, you do. Yeah, we do. So, okay. I don't know. You don't know it. I thought as much. <laughs> I thought as much. Why would you say it's 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 a movie? Oh, which movie? Maybe take us through this movie. The scenes in this movie. Um, first would be horror. Coronavirus boom. We have to stay indoors. We want to go out meet people, meet friends. Yeah you know, socialize. Yeah. 2020, going home. One point, it was a happy moment. Yeah. Uh, me and school didn't get along that much. <laughs> school is tiring, a lot of pressure. Yeah. And receiving work much. And then became another horror movie. It's like scary movie. Yeah. Get back to school, a lot of work. Yeah. Everything just... Yeah. Throwing everything at you. Yeah. A lot of adrenaline. A lot of adrenaline. Yeah. How, how, how does school look for you guys now? Because uh, for us, it's traditional learning. We're in class, the bell rings, the next period, we it's fixed. But for you guys who are doing metric, you have to now juggle the academic year, your prelims, your final exams, your mid-year exam. How did you guys juggle that in the year 2020? I personally say that we're the luckiest generation and the luckiest group because uh, we don't like being in class. So being at home... Is that why you guys bank a lot? Maybe not you guys. So when I was a teacher back, uh, the recent episode I did where I spoke about lessons I learned as a teacher. So there was this word which they would use, which is banking class, where they would literally make it a point that they're not in class. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. They would be in the pavilion, in the field... 
or any other reason to not be in class. So I'm saying that because you said your guys don't like we being don't in class. Like being in class. Yeah. So it just has taught us to be independent, mm. learn how to study on our own, which was something that we enjoy. Someone wouldn't understand that, but in our generation, it's something that we were like, okay, I'm adapting, yeah. I'm doing this, and I'm gonna do it. Yeah. So yeah, we were just in it. Wow. How did you juggle your academics? Well, for me, it was tough because I'm the kind of person where, like, I always want to become like the best. Yeah. So, I there was a point where I neglected my mental health, yeah. and it was just like study, 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 books, 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 and I didn't give myself a break yeah. until my mind was like, nope, yeah. I'm not taking this anymore. Yeah. It's either give me a break or I take a break from yeah. you. So. I learned to like I learned that mental health is very important yeah. and not everything is about school. There's yeah. life after school. After school, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um well speaking about juggling these studies, well I'm I'm the worst clown because yo, I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't juggle a thing. Yeah. Um um twenty twenty and this um metric at one time was very heavy for me. Um Emotionally, physically, um, it was a challenge. It was a challenge. It was a challenge because um, your emotions at the beginning of the year. Oh, you're so optimistic about what's to come. Ah, the metric fell well and whatsoever. <laughs> and boom, um, addressing nation. Um, <laughs> oh. It's locked down right now. Yes. We're not going to school, okay? First impression, yay! <laughs> no school, okay? We're gonna, we're gonna have a break for some while. And then, as time goes by, it sinks in. No, 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 no. What does this actually mean? Yes. It means I'm not gonna finish my, my year. Yes. It means um, my plans of going to pursue um, my studies after, after my trip yes. are, are going to be delayed. Yes. Um, and when we came back to school, it was like, Super, so uh, it was a lot of pressure yeah. because I had to 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 to, to um, blind spot the fact that um, um, we don't have um, enough time. So what had to be done right now mm-hmm. is that I had to squeeze everything into one box yeah. and do it at a specific amount of time. Yeah. So it was very stressful to me. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. I can imagine. Um, <laughs> back to the banking topic is that <laughs> us want everything to be fun. Yeah. You like boring things. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna be a teacher, you're gonna bore us. We're gonna sleep in class. <laughs> That's the thing. So you guys want everything to be fun. The question would be then: Where do you draw the line between fun and not seriousness, but things that are important? Because I think one of the things that your generation also struggles with is drawing the line. Because if everything is fun, 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 uh, truth be told, you will end up being a joke because it's going to be funny. And at the end of the day, it's not going to be fun. <laughs> You're going to be funny. Yeah. It's going to end in tears. <laughs> it's going to end in tears. So, 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 which I think is one of the reasons uh, an older generation comes in to help you draw the line. Because something that might be funny to you is of serious. For example, why are you not studying? You're gonna fail. For you guys, it's fun. No, so you want. But for your parents, they're like, no. If this child doesn't make it this year, it's another year. I've got the burden of another. So it, they see the whole bigger picture. They see the whole bigger picture within fun. Uh, maybe as 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 I love what you said as to how initially it was. No, we're gonna be home. But then all of a sudden, the ball game changed because mm-hmm. now you began to see the implications of uh, the lockdown. 
Uh, maybe how have you guys grown during this time? How, how have you grown personally uh, as a Gen Z? How have you grown in the past six months, for example, of lockdown, where it was tight on the different levels? How, how have you guys grown? Uh, I would say appreciate the time you have. Mm. Time, we only have time once. Yeah. Um, plan everything in life. Uh, not all your time spent on friends and things. Sometimes my parent, my mom would come and tell me, no, this is where you stop. Not these type of friends. Just appreciate the time that God gave you. Yeah. For me, I would say being in class, I mean, we've, we've turned to class, but it's not the same. Mm-hmm. You can't turn and talk to your friend. You can't <laughs> laugh. There has to be a limit. Like, there's an extent to where you can do stuff. Yeah. I would say appreciating your teachers. Yeah. And I've learned to be independent. Yeah. And I've learned to develop a habit that will work for me and not for my peers or my teacher. But something that will work for me. Yeah. Something that I can keep for the future. That's beautiful. I've personally learned that change can come on any day. Mm. So you have to learn to adapt to anything that can happen, especially with the COVID-19 lockdown. So you had to adapt to being at home, now going back to school. So what I've personally learned is that change can come on any day. When it comes, you must embrace it and find better ways to adapt to it. Mm. Yeah. You know, when, when uh, Valeria speaks about change, um, I'm reminded about a chapter that... Um, we learn in, in the subjects life science. Yeah. Um, we come across um, homeostasis, homeostasis, the tendency of living organisms to maintain a constant composition of their internal <laughs> environment, regardless of changes in the external environment in narrow limits. Oh, wow. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I wonder if your life sciences teacher, I think it's Mrs. Poco, is listening to this. Yeah, so um, growth in this lockdown was not grouped. Um, it was personal. Everything had to be personal. Um, we didn't go to church, but church had to be personal. It had to be something that you value personally. Yeah. Not saying hallelujah uh, with uh, your church mates and whatsoever. Yeah. It was personal. Yeah. So um, I've learned that, um, as Valero said, that um, change can come at any time. And you have to be willing to adapt to that change at, every, at any given at any time. Given time. Yeah. So with the changes now uh, that we are experiencing, how, how do you guys anticipate the future to be? Especially with this pandemic and how it's changed things. How, how, how does the future look for you guys as Gen Z now? Well, um, viewing from um, a side that, um, okay, let, 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 let me go through this perspective. Um, the initial plan was to finish metric with um, proper results, yeah. mm-hmm. um, pursue um, uh, your studies or whatsoever, mm-hmm. uh, get that qualification or a degree and get a job. But now the end result has changed. Yeah. It's not longer getting a job right now because a lot of people has, have lost their jobs. Yeah. And some people have even dropped out from school, uh, resulting from financial burdens. Um, so they can't finish their degrees and whatsoever. Yeah. So in this position, you're thinking, okay, People there in the train, Pambili, in France, are not moving. 
How am I going to get in front if yeah. they are in front yeah. as well? They have to get out of the way so that we, the new ones, can go in front. Yeah. So it says to me that the industrial revolution is going to change completely. In fact, now we're jumping into the fifth industrial revolution just yeah. because of this COVID-19. So the anticipation for the future is very uncertain. You don't know where. It's uncertain. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't know where we, we don't know where we are going. But uh, our role is to 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 keep in our purpose in the very moment. Yeah. See what you can do with what you have in yeah. the space that you are yeah. in. It's beautiful. Yeah, I think we want generation that is good at starting starting different things in terms of business, in terms of creating opportunities for you to actually be financially fine. So when I think about the future, I think that we are going to be well structured for the future because with the time we had during lockdown, we were able to check and see what could we do with our leisure time that could bring money, mm. that could help us to be financially ready for the future, be it paying for our financial studies or having uh, to create a business. So I think we are personally ready as Generation Z to take over the future. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, I think that the future is still bright, but now our main focus is not only on reaching our goals, but also on staying alive. Mm. Because we have to protect ourselves, protect the people around us. And back then it wasn't about that. Yeah. Back then it was about reaching your goal, but now I have to restructure and to make sure that, okay, whatever I'm doing mm. is is allowed by the COVID-19 regulations yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. So, yeah, for me is staying alive. You know, there's so many restrictions <laughs> I can <laughs> That's beautiful. Staying alive. Um, I'm on grade nine, so future, uh, I'm focusing on my career. Yeah. What I want to become when I grow up. When I see us not with jokes aside, school will be the main priority. Mm-hmm. The thing I want to be a successful, successful businessman yeah. or a lawyer, yeah. which any kind. Um, <laughs> it's just making money. Making money. Making money. It's very interesting. I think I want to just pull two strands as we bring in our plane for landing. Uh, how you mentioned that the future is uncertain. Uh, and there's a lot of uncertainty because you're not too sure what to expect because you spoke of how there are people who are already also stuck and you want to fit into that mold and they're already occupying that space. Uh, but one of the beautiful things I also love that you mentioned is how you, you, you guys are industrious in, in that you start things. Most of you guys around the table are doing something, either trading, sewing, I know he's on, I don't know how many businesses he has. Um, 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 Peter, for those who are listening on the podcast, uh, he's a barber. You should see his haircut for those watching uh, on, 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 on the video. He's got quite a lot of things that he does, which is part of what we were talking about in terms of bringing that balance. Uh, but, and I think that's one of the things that you guys need to maximize on because you've got a lot of creativity that you guys can hone and maximize. Maybe let's, as we bring in our plane for landing, because we are a leadership podcast, uh, take your lead podcast. And, and, and what are your thoughts on, on, on leadership? Let me start with Nicole, because I know you are the president, the head girl of your school. And, and, and what is leadership? Worse, I, I think we might as well strip you off the title because you were head girl for two months and then you disappeared for the whole year. <laughs> So you didn't even get a chance. How did you lead from lockdown? So what is leadership? What is what, what are your thoughts on leadership? Well, for me, leadership is... Okay, Malzman says that 
great leaders desire not to lead but to serve. Yeah. I think that a great leader should be someone who's willing to serve. Yeah. Like I think that there's um, there has to be a balance between dictatorship and leadership and servant leadership because when you're telling someone to do something and expect it now, 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 that's not leading. You're dictating. Yeah. As a leader, you have to be able to grow people, to help people, and you have to know that you you, you don't always have to know everything, yeah. and you can learn from other people as well. Because yeah. no one like even Einstein, I think he learned things from other scientists, even though he was the smartest. So yeah. I think leadership is about having an impact on somebody else, and also receiving the impact. Also, it's beautiful. Uh, well, I think that leadership is about uh, you becoming knowledgeable, becoming a person who is learned and who knows and understands whatever that you're doing, so that the people you are leading are able to feed and grasp and grow in as much as you're growing. Because the only way the people you're leading can grow is if you are personally growing. Mm -hmm. So I think leadership is about making sure that you are knowledgeable and yeah, you have the necessary skills and yeah, that's just what I think. Mm -hmm. Um, well, to me, <clears throat> when I, I, I was first familiarized with the term leadership was in my early years of um, childhood. Um, there was a game that we played, um, follow the leader. <laughs> yeah, the leader um, did uh, a certain dancing style and we had to follow him through the style. And if you didn't follow, you, 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 you lose and you take a loss and whatsoever. So... The message that it sent to me is that a leader is a person who sets an example. Wow. Yeah, so that's what it means wow. to me. That's beautiful. Um, leadership, I haven't been much in leaders. But what I know is that um, everyone is watching you. Yeah. Everyone is looking to criticize you, to take you down as a leader. They're trying to take your position in someone, your president. The other person want to become the president. <laughs> the want to become. <laughs> uh, make the right choices. Uh, be fair with people. Don't have favorites. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love this. I love. I love. I love. I love your guys' mind when it comes to leadership, as to how servant leadership is important, not dictating, but uh, growing others, other people becoming better through your leadership. Um, I love how Vedera spoke about knowledge and acknowledging and growing as a leader intentionally. And Mzugisi, you spoke about how being an example, leading an exemplary life and how everyone is watching. I'm not sure if you were watching the, the, the presidential debates. That's why you're saying the vice president wants to take the position. <laughs> but nonetheless, it's, 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 it's a leadership. Um, maybe just to ask you guys now as Gen Z. Um, what are some of the greatest temptations that you guys are facing currently? What are some of the greatest, as a generation now, what are some of the greatest uh, temptations and challenges that you guys are facing? I would say peer pressure to the greatest. Um, watching your friends, <coughs> school, everyone wants to be the cool guy. Yeah. Everyone wants to be the funny guy. Everyone wants to play different roles different person but then that's when you don't find yourself because you're trying to become other people that you're not yeah. um, you want to be everything but then just find yourself be whole because you find yourself being different people yeah. when you have to come to yourself and, yeah. peer pressure 
Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with what he said, like peer pressure, because nowadays we find ourselves masking our true selves just to fit in or just to get the most likes in Instagram, which is which is not what completes you as a person. You have to enjoy being with yourself. My brother used to say, if you don't love yourself enough, don't expect other people to love you yeah. the way you don't love yourself. So for me, it's also peer pressure because my peers are doing stuff that they're just out there and you're just sitting at home with yeah. books and just like, what are you doing? I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. Yeah. Yeah. I personally think it's social media pressure for our generation, uh, which makes us to think that we are not uh, what can I say? We are not succeeding mm. in terms of whatever we have because you will see someone who's your age doing something on social media, and then you're like, "Yo, it seems like I'm at, I'm behind, or I have to put pressure on myself in order to be better, to get the likes, to get the followers, and all that." So I think that's the challenge and temptations you're having. Social media. Yeah, I, I think um, the greatest temptation is the one that uh, Simni actually mentioned. Um, peer pressure, but not referring to it as peer pressure, but I'd say it is generalizing. Um, when <clears throat> we, uh, we, uh, we first got back to school um, after the lockdown, um, the atmosphere and the attitude that the learners had was very awkward. Uh, it was very negative. It was like, ah, cow. <laughs> I'm not going to class. I'm not going to class. Ah, uh, what am I doing, girl? We we gonna we gonna close schools again, and it's gonna be a cycle over and over and over again. So I think um, the best thing to do, if you want your personal growth, is not to generalize, yeah. is not to compare yourself with what your neighbor is doing. Mm. Um, I think the best thing to do is to know the purpose behind the thing that you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hearing you guys talking a lot about peer pressure. I thought you guys would also mention in terms of um, sexuality, because I think it's also, um, I'm hearing by those laughs and, and, and uh, partying, clubbing, especially because I'm looking at Netflix these days and we're seeing all these um, series and all these different things that we watch which are portraying a certain lifestyle for Gen Z, yeah. which is seemingly cool. And uh, isn't it amongst the temptations that you guys face and the sexuality, the uh, partying, the drinking, the... I don't want to name them one by one, but all those <laughs> different things. Uh, or maybe you guys are umbrellaing it because you're not too sure who's going to be listening. And again, <laughs> we're talking for Gen Z now. We're not talking in a personal space. Yeah, I think... I think <laughs> I think that's what we've been running away from. <laughs> uh, no, we've been running away from that too. Uh, but the passport up um, um well with our generations, um our generation is is sexually active in a way that is so um odd. Yeah. Um like <laughs> Yo, it's, it's scary. No, like in a snap of a second, oh, someone has a ball in their trimac and something like that. Um, I think um, our generation, our generation um, is not controlled in terms of uh, maintaining um, a, a, a good, a, 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 a good values, maintaining good values. 
um, in terms of our sexual activity. Um, we tend to be involved into um, into into circumstances where, um, as we said, uh, peer pressure, generalizing with your, what your neighbor does and whatsoever. Um, to find that um, maybe your friend didn't come up from uh, a, a good uh, background or is not from a good socioeconomic uh, background from their home and whatsoever. So for them, it's easy to take part in such activities because there's nobody at home who says, no, this is not the right thing to do. Yeah. But, and, but for them, it's something that they're used to. Yeah. They grew up seeing it. They, it's what they do, really. It's their culture yeah. from where they stay. I, lo- I love that. I think maybe to um, um, I'm, I'm zoom into that space and maybe just conclude with this part. What can we do to help Gen Z? What can we do to help you guys deal with the challenges that you are facing? What can we do to help you guys? And, and without generalizing, as you were saying, but the sexually, uh, you were saying it's uh, unimaginable. Uh, all these different things that you guys experience. Um, 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 let, let, let's just take a minute or so just to talk about that. I would say uh, someone you can talk to. Uh, we are a generation that we are always keeping things to ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think when you speak to someone that you can understand, that understands you like a family member. Mm-hmm. I would talk to my aunt. She's always open. She'll give me the best advice. Mm-hmm. And I think opening up to other people, to other people who have experience yeah. to tell us what's right and what is wrong. Even though we don't want to listen. It's, <laughs> yeah. 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 We always think that what you do is right. Yeah. Like, just let me make a mistake. But sometimes you just have to stop and think. Like, if I do this, what is the outcome of doing this? Yeah. Yeah. I would say that um, parents should learn to talk to their kids because I remember the first time I had a crush mm. and I was first I approached the Bible. I was looking for a crush at the bank at the bank. <laughs> 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 so I went to Oxford Dictionary and he told me about a crush where there's like a crush at the bank. <laughs> so the only option was my mom and my mom as if she doesn't know what a crush was so I had to go to my sister she advised me but what she was told, telling me not to do was already doing so then I approached the internet that's where I got my answers yeah. I think parents should learn to communicate with their kids yeah. Friends, they, they always tell you that go and study but they don't actually tell you how to how? study yeah. they should tell us how to do yeah. how to do things instead of just instructing us to do them yeah yeah, I personally Beautiful. think that parents should be more open, as Nicole is saying, because Beautiful. we are definitely growing and there are certain things that we'll experience and speaking to us about them is the only way to help us out because keeping quiet and shying away from speaking about certain topics or things is only being toxic to us. Mm. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for that. I think I don't want to jump in because my approach and perspective with this conversation is really to get the mind and the heart of Gen Z so that our podcast family who are listening, we can be able to add value to your guys' growth, your leadership and what you guys do. So thank you so much for being part of this podcast episode and continue to do the great things that you guys are doing in your personal leadership capacities 
and it's really beautiful to see you guys growing and becoming and becoming lawyers, businessmen, and all the different things that you guys aspire to be and to do. I'm going to give you about 10 seconds just to share your parting thoughts uh, with our podcast family uh, before we conclude our podcast episode. One of the things I forgot to say initially is that, in fact, most of them, not most of them, I think there are three of them because I was a teacher in the school's uniform. Uh, not that I'm giving them free publicity, <laughs> but I love the school so much. Uh, so most of them, I taught them in grade. In fact, all of them, I taught them in grade. It was a grade eight when you guys and they were so young and now they've grown and they've got beard, they've got big hair. They're so, they, they're so smart and they're growing into leaders. They were so shy and timid. And I'm really proud of you guys and all that you guys are doing. Simni as well here, uh, who came as a young boy. I've been mentoring and coaching him. And they're part of the program that we have, which is Take Your Lead program, which is really meant to help Gen Z and leaders maximize their potential. You guys, parting thoughts? <laughs> Mine would be try not to be in a gap. When you're in a gap, it's when you're in a group of friends where you have to pretend to be somebody else so that you like. So be you, express yourself, try not to be in a gap. It's beautiful. Mine would be to speak up, to always open up with your parents, just tell them how you feel. Oh, well, I'd say that um, um, you should work to. Get uh, a composition of your personalities into one, 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 one altar. Um, getting your soul, um, your energy, um, and the thoughts that you have in your brain to one altar will make you true to yourself. And I think that's the only approach that you can take into making a, a purposeful life and taking good leadership skills that will help you be someone better in your tomorrow. That's beautiful. Um, I would say that there's time for everything in life. You should not rush into drinking, partying, and all this stuff. There's time for everything under God's eye. And just be yourself. Not everything must be a job. There should be a time <laughs> where you have to study, relax, find yourself, <laughs> think. Yeah. Think. Yeah, just think. That's beautiful. It's interesting to hear that from you. Not everything is a joke. <laughs> Not everything is funny. Thank you so much for being part of this podcast episode. Thank you so much to you, our podcast family, for listening and being part. Please like, share, review our posts. We love reading your comments on Instagram. Follow us uh, and spread the word. This podcast is meant to add value to your leadership and your growth. Till we meet again next time, let's continue to change the world one individual at a time. Well, thank you for joining us on Take Your Lead Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can get new episodes delivered directly to your device as soon as we release the new episode. And for show notes on today's episode and on previous episodes, just go to www.mzwandilemakakula.com. And if you are a fan of the show, we would love it if you'd give us a review and help us spread the word. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Take Your Lead Podcast.